Hi, welcome to the quarantine with Julie and Becky. Yo. We are bored and we have podcast equipment in my house from my podcast, The 101 with Damon Blazik. And we are just going to talk about stuff and that's it. Yeah, that's all we ever do. So why not record it? So what are you doing to keep yourself entertained during the quarantine? Literally nothing. I've been saying I've been doing my chores, but I haven't been. I see that. I know. What have you done creatively? Uh, I've been learning Swan Lake on the piano. Cool. I've been painting a lot. Um, finding new ways to pet my cats. I really had the time. Lovely. And you made soap the other day. I did. I bought a soap kit at Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also Walmart. If you could pick up any hobby, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Um, Cost non a factor. Like, like be an expert on one thing. If, yeah, if you could, yeah, if you could start any one hobby, regardless of the cost, what would you do? I think I just, I'd want to be, I want to start the ukulele. That's my next thing. Okay. I, I joined ukulele club at school, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think, you know, how that's going. Yeah, school's non-existent right now. School's, um, it's an afterthought. <laughs> so so how old are you i'm 14 years old and 14 is the worst age is it if you ask any adult oh great thanks so what grade are you in um what grade are you in i'm in eighth grade and third quarter what do you hate in a classmate I hate a lot of things in a classmate. All right. What what top five things do you hate in a classmate? Um, let's see. Uh, the girly girls. Okay. Uh, I feel like we're playing five things. Yep. Um, the one that won't stop asking questions. The overly friendly. Um, the kid who thinks he's cooler than everyone else when in reality he's just kind of weird. And the guy who thinks he's edgy, but he's not. So, okay. Yeah. Just annoying people, it sounds like. like stereotypes yeah back in my day yes there were like groups and i went to a small school like 60 ish per graduating class so your school is bigger than that but we had the band geeks we had the jocks that played all the sports we had the cheerleaders we had like the artsy nerds that were always like drawing and painting in the art studios and then we had the academics and it was a small school, so there was crossover. But what, what clicks does your school have, or did your old school have? I guess you only had, what, two weeks at the new school? Uh, the new school, I've had approximately, no, exactly four days. Oh. <laughs> um, so at my old school, there were the jocks, the cheerleaders, the art kids, the edgy kids, or the wannabe edgy kids, I suppose. Um, music kids, that includes band and chorus and, like, strings um strings that's how they talk i don't like them brayden was a strings guy what's wrong with strings people strings people like they can be talented i've met a few talented people who can play some good strings but are they clicky they're clicky they they just they they won't shut up about their stupid violins and they carry it everywhere when they don't have to i'm in violin yeah i'm in violin and i'm in what cello that's okay yeah yeah. So 
I definitely forgot about the, I think edgy, okay, back in, back in my day, for the second time, we had, um, like goth mm-hmm. or like punk kids, yeah. depending on the year. We have the emo kids. So emo is still a thing? Uh, vaguely. So what does edgy mean then, if it's not emo? Edgy are the kids that are like super self-destructive. Like? Super self-destructive. Like, they hate themselves and everything about them. And, oh, my God, nobody loves me. I have no friends. And it's really sad. Have you ever been that edgy kid? I I think I, like, tapped it and then ran away. You, like, dabbled as an edgelord? I I was, like, a mild edgelord. I was, like, a edge prince. (laughs) You didn't quite get to lordship. No. You didn't own any property. I was, like, an edge duke. (laughs) I wasn't quite there yet. So... What clique do you fall in? Oh, Lord. Um, well, my old school, I... Here's what my friend group looked like. It was all guys, and then just this one girl sitting at the edge of the table. It was Strings Kid, Jock, um, another Jock, probably the skinniest noodle-looking boy you've ever seen. And, like, two randos. Was Skinny Noodle smart? No. Oh, he was dumb and thin? Yeah, I loved him. He was great. (laughs) Yeah, he was fantastic. Uh, So, which category were you? It's to the point where, okay. I do art. Yeah. I do piano. You played volleyball. Play volleyball. I do, what, trying to work on ukulele, so I guess I fit into the music category, but... I'm not like them. I'm really not. I don't wear a beret and a long scarf. Do kids really do that? I've seen it happen. So, do you think that the cliques are as well-defined in your generation as they were with mine? I can't say I've seen your generation. Okay. Well, I mean, my school was small, so there was some intermingling. Like, there were cheerleaders who were in band. Oh, yeah. I'm also a cheerleader, basically. I've been trying to do that for a while, so I forgot that. Well, trying to be a cheerleader at my new school, but they haven't had the time. Do you think kids in your generation do as much mingling between cliques? Like, do you do you see those cliques talking to each other? Well, they can, but when they do, if you're a sports kid and a music kid, you stick in the sports groups and the music groups. That's it. Oh. Um, then again... You were at a small school, so I don't know if you really speak for your entire generation. That's true. I really can't. You went to probably the weirdest school in the books. Well, other than Wayside School. Okay, yeah, sure. But they, like, um, love that book. So they, like, I don't know. Your school was a bit behind its times. We'll say that much. Yeah. It still is. It still is. Like... The teachers that taught when I was there, their kids now teach. Oh, great. So one of the things that I noticed between our generations, and I'm a a millennial, born (laughs) in 1984. You're Gen Z, born in 05. What's up? What's up? Gen Zen. Gen Zen. (laughs) That's actually a really good nickname for Gen Z because it's – you guys are so much more chill about – bullying than we are like I just you don't made that up <laughs> then, then you guys don't bully as much and i think that's amazing like my generation people would drop the slur for gay they would drop oh great a lot of those slurs and there were a couple kids in my high school who were gay and they got 
relentlessly mocked for it and beaten up. Lovely. Yeah. And this was, you know, I graduated in 03. So it wasn't that long ago. And granted, we were central Pennsylvania backwoods. <laughs> but I know that that's not just my school because I know there are people from around the state who like you'd go in chat rooms, which was a thing. Do you know what chat rooms <laughs> yes, are? I know what okay. Are. We would go into chat rooms and people all around the, the country would talk like that. They would use the F word <gasps> slur for gay to be like, oh, don't be such a dummy. But they would say it in that way. And like they would, you know, they were, they were not tolerant. And you guys are so tolerant. Yeah. It's to the point where it's annoying. The, the, the parts that I'm going to get into are it's annoying in the fact of the whole like gay thing and the whole race thing in this way so i sound insane when i say that but here yes back when you were my age that was a huge thing where people would be like if you're gay you're bad basically or they would make fun of you just because of that Mm -hmm. but nowadays it's the polar opposite and it's to the point where they will praise you if you're that way now, keep in mind, if if you're, let's say you're gay, right? You're gay, congratulations. The way it should be, in my opinion, you can yell at me for this. You're gay, I'm straight, who cares? Mm-hmm. I don't care. You're a human being that I work with. I don't care what you do outside of the workplace. I really don't. It shouldn't be, oh, you're gay, let's be friends. Like, no. Oh, so you're saying it's polar opposite in that... People used to gay bash, and now they... Do you think people pretend to be gay to fit in? Some of them. Some of them at least, like, be like, yeah, I've totally dated a few, but they haven't. Or they just... And the thing with race, so obviously we're all familiar with back in the old days there was slavery in the South and Mm -hmm. all that fun stuff. Nowadays, if you're black, you get praised for it. Mm -hmm. Or if you've seen it, it's the other way around. So white kids get bashed at. Yeah. Because they call us really mean names. Yeah. And it's like, I don't... I feel like it's just overcorrecting. You it know? is. Right. It's just... We've got to make up for all that stuff that used to be done by going the opposite direction. Just like feminism right now. They're, yeah, it's feminism. It's really cool to bash men because women didn't used to be able to vote. It's stupid. Yeah. So I... I believe in the ways of actual equality mm-hmm. in the sense of I don't give a metric crap about you, <laughs> but I don't dislike you unless I have good reason to. Like, I don't care if you're black, gay, and a feminist. Mm-hmm. If if I don't like you, it's not going to be for those reasons. It's going to be because you put a thumbtack in my sandwich and now I hate you. Right. It's going to be because you did something mean or rude or whatever. And people don't get that. Yeah. That's annoying. Mm -hmm. My improv team did a post-prom show. We've done a few, but the most recent one was really tough because if we made a joke that was even slightly political or slightly in any way politically incorrect, they literally booed us. I've never been booed in my life. But if we made a good joke that they approved of, they would cheer. So it was the most high-energy crowd I've ever played for, but it was terrifying. Teenagers are horrifying. Yes. Do you know that live as a teenager that you guys are horrifying? Yes, I know. We, we take pride in that, actually. Are you scared of other teenagers? No, not at all. Because I remember now, it might be because of the fact that you're popular, but me, I was a fat like loser nerd in high school. So I'm getting there. 
I would, <laughs> I would walk past, you know, like, let's say at the mall where it's not from my high school. I don't mm-hmm. know them. A group of girls or guys my age. And, you know, they would make comments, not just to me, to everybody our age walking by, to people in their 20s, to sixth graders. Like, they, teenagers would just, they're scary. We are scary. Do you feel intimidated if we're, like, walking into a gas station and you see, like, a group of people your age, like, standing around? Like, no. T- that doesn't bother you? No. So, story time, kids. So, I, I feel like I'm going to expose myself. Um, I learned something very... Not until you're 18. Woman? Okay. <laughs> I, I learned something in fifth grade. Now, in my elementary school, um, there were classes on either end of the hallway, like most schools. Except before the only bell rang, you had to sit outside of the classroom against the wall. Mm-hmm. Now, if you came late on a bus, like I did, that would mean that you would have to walk past about three yards of people mm-hmm. sitting and staring at you mm-hmm. as you walk past them. It's like the red carpet, but full of judgment. Mm-hmm. It was like the green carpet. So <laughs> it was genuinely terrifying. Mm-hmm. And after a while... I I think it, one day I got early, and I saw these kids walking past, and I was wondering how they were just not getting as much attention. It's because they were confident about it. Mm. They weren't ashamed of themselves. They weren't openly ashamed of themselves, and so people didn't take the opportunity. So from then on, I learned that confidence really is key. Yeah. So I... <laughs> there's the whole, if you tell yourself enough, you'll believe it. Mm-hmm. So if I act enough, I will believe it. Yeah. So... I was not confident in fifth grade, and now I am because I learned that I, I need to be confident in order to survive. make it. Yeah, I totally right. get that. Right. So now I made it. <laughs> hey, look, yeah. Ma. Um, so I, yeah. and now I'm just a confident person. So if I saw kids my age, I'd probably say hi or hey or whatever. Because no matter anything about you, if you get mad over someone saying hey to you, mm. you have a mental illness. <laughs> maybe you're just a jerk maybe yeah yeah i think jerk is is a mental illness maybe not by definition it should be all right so we're about to wrap up on our time till the next episode um what would you say is the number one thing adults should know about 14 year olds right now uh all of us like collectively yeah, collective 14 year olds what do we need to know how should we interact with you don't <laughs> <laughs> is, is that accurate uh, i mean if you do don't be mean about it <laughs> i mean i'm i'm your parent and sometimes i have to give your friends rides when you're not around are you asking for advice from my friends no i mean i'm asking for anybody listening for our one listener like, how, how should we interact with you? Should we ignore you? Should we... Don't ignore us. It's me. Okay. You said don't interact with you. I was being stupid. Oh. Um, it, you're asking me to give a blanket statement for an entire age. Yep, do it. Stop being so objective. Blanket. Blanket Blanket. Statement. Blanket. Blanket. It's cold. Uh. How should we interact with you? How should you interact with us? Um, think, like... How you interact with a normal person. Act, talk to us like we're adults. Not like kids. adults. Not kids. We're not kids. Sure, we're kids, but... So, you excited about Christmas? No. Okay. Um. What about... How's your day going? Sure. 
What about... Um, just be casual. So who do you live with? No. What if I said it in like a normal voice? Like, so so you live with your mom and dad? Sure. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Be casual. Don't go high pitched like you're talking to a cat or a baby. So just like, like your coworker. Just... Coworker, your, you know, brother. Like, just talk to us like we're normal. <laughs> do you guys get talked down to a lot? No. No? I mean, not, not I. Not I. <laughs> not, not I, said the wolf. <laughs> um... I I don't really get talked down to. When I do, I put them in their place. But How do you put them in their place? I say, you watch your mouth. Or <laughs> some other To insult. an adult. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how old you are. Don't be rude to me. If you have no reason to be rude to me. What if they're being polite and they're like, hey, I'm I'm Christine. What's your name? Like, they're talking down to you, but they're trying to sure, be nice. Sure, sure. But, like, it... <sighs> there's a lot of different ways to talk down to someone. <laughs> well, yeah. If someone's not being a jerk on purpose, if someone's just... Treating you like a treating child. Treating you like a kid, yeah. Because they work with kids? Sure, go ahead. I don't Or because they don't remember what it's like to be 14. Right. I I found that the best way to respond to that is just by not responding like them. Mm-hmm. Respond in your own tone. Right. With your own bit of, like, <laughs> casuality, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Just... So if someone's like, hi, Julie, I'm Christine, I'm I'm Samantha's mom, how are you? Hi, I'm Julie, nice to meet you. Like, just be normal. Just be chill. Yeah. Hmm. And then usually they'll catch on, because if I'm all the way down here, and you're all the way up here, eventually you might kind of come down a little bit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, so that was, what did I call this? Quarantine. Because we're bored. Quarantine because we're bored with Julie and Becky. (laughs) Episode one. See you next time. Bye-bye.